And we are back. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM Radio. Again, my name is Selena Hill. And if you're watching us on Ustream and wondering where Stanley is, I am too. He's somewhere on the bike tour. No, (laughs) I can't. Engineering is just too much for me, guys. Like, I just need to stick to my seat and talk and give commentary and host the segments. I like this seat. I know. I think Alyssa's getting a little too comfortable. Um, (laughs) We have Alyssa here. We have Jackie Cohen here. Um, And it's time for the news roundup. Um, I wanted to actually bring in this story. Well, guys, if you guys want to contribute, again, the number is 212-650-6903. You can call us up. You can tweet us at BeHeard underscore radio. You can also leave comments at Politically Preposterous, which is Alyssa's personal. Well, not personal. It's her fan fan page. Yeah, it's the fan page. And it has like 40,000 it's fans. The, it's, the okay. com- it's the debate community. Yeah, that that's that's what it is. So if you have a story that made you laugh, cry, very upset, um, made you want to tweet or just delete your Twitter account, you can call <laughs> us up. So after those. Right. I actually wanted to start off talking about how uh, Bernie Sanders has finally announced that he is running in the 2016 presidential race. I was ecstatic. Um, Obviously, we're not going to get Elizabeth Warren, but I'll take Bernie. Um, He has been a champion for labor rights, workers rights um, against TPP, which we talked about in Mm -hmm. depth. And this is huge, massive trade bill that would basically hurt us in every possible way. Um, He's been an advocate for this his entire career in Congress. I think he's been in Congress for over a decade and he's running for president we know he's an independent but he does caucus with the democrats and i think that when i first found out i was like okay he's not going to win necessarily but at least we'll have someone to hold hillary clinton more accountable you know she's very moderate and her politics at times you know she'll veer off to the left but you know we we sort of know how she is um based on her um her experiences and i think that if you have this strong left progressive voice it will do this race so much good i agree i think it's gonna force hillary to really have to pick her her uh, stance and you know potentially even move her slightly to the left although i i think that I don't know how that's going to play in the general. However, I will say, and I wanted to note about Bernie, in 24 hours after he announced that he was running for president, he raised more than $1.5 million, and he actually raised more money than any Republican, right. any any of those people in the clown car. How many of them are there now? There's like Rubio, and there's Paul. I can't even keep track of how many people who are never going to be president are in that car but yeah he outraised all of them within nice. the first 24 hours of right. fundraising so i need to give some money i'm a little i'm a little worried i'm a little skeptical i'm Why? i feel like i'm so jaded this election cycle. really I, it, it's kind of making me sad but i'm a little worried because i'm afraid that he you know that Cl- hillary's gonna get the nomination right and then we're gonna have sanders to the left of her and i'm a very liberal progressive right and so i definitely find myself lining up with him more however i'm worried that he's going to come off to voters and to the public as so liberal and so to the left that people are like oh well good that hillary's more moderate because she is a lot more moderate right. and so I'm, I'm afraid that he's going to be used as sort of this tools to say oh it could be so much we could be so much more liberal and well that's an interesting point because vox did a study on that where they asked registered democrats um would you want somebody of the political ideology of hillary or would you want somebody further to the left and actually when they polled a huge group of democrats overwhelmingly democrats actually want somebody who is as moderate or even maybe more to the right well, of we, hillary we saw not this happen, to the left we saw this happen with the Tea Party, right, where very few people saw themselves aligning necessarily with the Tea Party. However, the the you know birth of the Tea Party brought about m- many more conservatives, right, who found themselves saying, "Okay, we're not that far to 
the left. Well, maybe that's making my point a good point. Actually, um, never mind. <laughs> we, we actually have on the line with us one of our favorite callers. We have Miss Deborah who wanted to give a comment. You want to um, let your voice be heard, Miss Deborah? Hi, ladies. You know, I was online yesterday and I was looking at some companies. Um, I won't mention the companies, but uh, they're very. People use a lot of. You buy a lot of shoes, okay, mm-hmm. so to speak, and a lot of clothes. L- young people do too. And I was looking at job opportunities, and all of the job opportunities are in Asia. Every job opportunity, every last one of them. And then I received some mail yesterday about, you know, sending a card back to Washington, D.C., because we need your help, you know, to stop TPP. And we really do need help, because I, I, I don't, to me, that would be the linchpin right there for me. I would ask them what they thought about TPP. Oh, yes. It, it, it's, no, this, no, it's really, if you saw that, you wouldn't even think we were in America. Mm. Right. Okay. I'm just. I'm just because I don't want. You know. I don't want to mention. You know. Companies. But it was. It was. It was really. And, I, and there was someone there who was maybe in his teens, and he was sitting next to me, and I pointed it out to him, and he was like, really, he was shocked. He couldn't believe it. And I said, but it's good information. It's good to know, so that when you you know get ready to vote, because this is going to be his first time, you know, you'll have some understanding of why or what you might want but it was it was strange there's this there was nothing there mm. and the fact that we utilize so much of these this 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 clothing and these shoes you know you would think that you know there was something there so i i really you know right. i hope that they put everybody's feet to the fire for that Thank you so much for calling in and leaving that comment, um, Ms. Deborah, with us. Guys, if you want more information about the TPP trade deal, we actually did a full segment last week, and you can find it on our podcast. If you subscribe via iTunes, it's LYVBH Radio. You can also hit us up and find it on our website, LYVBH.com. But, you know, Ms. Deborah makes a great point, and I just wanted to add, even this last week, Barack Obama, our president, doubled down despite the controversy, despite how many people from the left, the people that have supported him from day one, and, and even the high-profile Democrats like Senny, um, Senator Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, despite the fact that they all have been calling out and saying that this deal is horrible and it's going to send more jobs to, to third-world countries and places like um, Asia, and it's going to an effect that's going to hurt us here in America, the president doubled down. He actually did a full interview with the Wall Street Journal on Monday, and he was like, what they're saying is not true, and we need this in order to not cede economic power to China. We don't want them to write the rules. And that's not necessarily the truth of the matter. Um, again, guys, I, I would encourage everyone to not only check out our segment on our website, but send your congressperson an email. I did it. I think I did it once or maybe even twice last week. Yeah. But I sent these emails um, and you can do that at stopfasttrack.com. They set it up so easily. If you go to stopfasttrack.com, then you can just like press a, like one or two buttons and they send the email for you um, automatically. And it's basically saying that you don't want this legislation to be fast, to be passed very quickly and very quietly by Congress in an up or down vote. And you do not want TPP to pass in general. I agree. So I encourage that. I agree. Uh, you know, shifting gears a little bit. Speaking of other scandalous things, um, I don't know if you heard, but there's been a fire 
follow-up in the Bridgegate case, which yes. is, uh, if you don't remember, that um, Fort Lee got backed up with traffic for days and days and days because apparently um, they were conducting a traffic study, quote-unquote. But in reality, nobody was conducting a traffic study. And now it has come out. Um, this guy, David Wildstein, he actually has pled guilty to engaging in a conspiracy with a, another gentleman, Bill Baroni, who used to run the Port Authority, and Bridget Ann Kelly, who was Chris Christie's chief of staff. Um, of course, David Wildstein has become a government witness, and he is saying that he's going to testify against Bill Baroni and Bridget Ann Kelly, and he's going to basically lay it out there that they um, had this elaborate plan to get back at the mayor of Fort Lay for not endorsing Chris Christie, mm-hmm. and so they decided to conduct this fake traffic study, um, which, uh, you know, in fact, the indictment goes as far as to say is they could potentially have created a problem with national security right. because the the George Washington Bridge, if you don't know, that's the most one of the most trafficked bridges in the country every single day. And anything from like an emergency vehicle not being able to get over it, um, goods and services not being able to pass through all because these three people um, alleged. Well, David Wildstone pled guilty. The other two allegedly concocted this elaborate scheme and somebody had said well how is this going to play you know for Chris Christie and you know Chris Christie tweeted of course as you know I have not been indicted you know you know I've said all along I have not involved but David Wildstein is saying like no 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 stuff more stuff's going to come out I mean there's I mean in my opinion this is my opinion there's no way that Chris Christie did not know about this of course and if he didn't that makes him a worse leader right exactly I mean and he prides himself on being this tough guy when he was a prosecutor you know he asked all the questions and he was you know this aggressive um interrogator and so the fact that he claims that he kind of asked if anything was going on and he was told no and he was like okay that's all i need to know means that he totally knew yeah in my opinion no no he, he's in and i mean i don't know he's still running for president right yeah well, well he hasn't I don't announced think he hasn't announced, announced it okay Ugh. Well, we'll see. We'll continue to follow that. He spent exactly more time in Iowa than he spends in New Jersey. Apparently, his, so his he is running. ratings in New Jersey are like going down, 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 yeah. down, down. All well, the way downhill. And I'm sure you heard about the the crating of the pigs issue that he ended up. No? This was a no. few months back. There was a bill. It had bipartisan support. It had 98% of support uh, by uh constituents in New Jersey. It was a bill in Jersey about not crating animals in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And he voted against it. And everybody who knows anything about it said, well, how could he vote against it if everybody in his state supported it? And the fact is, people in Iowa, the farmers associations, don't support that bill. So, you know, nothing like voting in favor of the constituents of another state that you don't even represent in order to pander to potential political mm-hmm. constituents for the election instead of voting in favor of your the own worst. Chris Christie is the worst. The um, worst. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys were out on Friday, but it was May Day and there were a number of uh, protests all across the country and across the world. It's also known as International Workers Day. Um, and some of the things that people have been protesting is a fight for uh, minimum wage to increase to $15. A number of people came out and said it's time to pass President Obama's executive action on immigration, which we know would um, protect up to 5 million undocumented residents from being deported. Um, and then oh, then you also had people from the Black Lives Movement coming out and who were protesting. And I know Alyssa was on the ground. I was on the ground. So, um, what, so how was that? How was yeah, that? Yeah, so I was at the New York City May Day March. Um, it uh, May Day March happens every year. It's mm-hmm. a permanent march. And normally, as Selena pointed out, it highlights economic issues uh, such as... Um, 
immigration issues and detentions. It talks about um, wages, wage theft, all kinds of economic issues uh, that are going on. Um, but this year, yes, uh, especially in New York City, the focus was very much centered on Freddie Gray. People were holding signs that said May Day for Freddie Gray. You saw a lot of Black Lives Matter, Eric Garner signs. Um, it was, uh, there was, from what I understand, because it was permitted, uh, there was very little arrests, which was good. Yes. Um, but the police did kind of couch us in into this route. Like they, they couched us in into barricades that were very narrow. They made us walk around. You know, obviously this was the, the route that the march was supposed to take, but they didn't give us the whole street. They like kept the streets open and narrowed it off. And ultimately the rally ended at Foley Square. There was a lot of different speeches. A lot of them were focused on economic issues, but a whole lot of them were focused on civil rights issues and about getting justice for Freddie Gray and for other people who have killed by the police and about a police accountability. Um, and I did hear after I left and after the march ended, a group of people did try and uh, return to Union Square by trying to take the streets. And, and there was a, several arrests made. But ultimately, it was nothing like we had seen the two right. nights prior where I think 164 people yeah. were arrested oh, yeah. um, in New York City. Yeah, in New York City. Right. Um, I mean, and that was for rioting, looting. Like, what were they being arrested for? They were essentially being arrested for for unpermitted march. Yeah. I mean, what? Uh, I'm thinking like, they lit something on fire. Unlike no. the May Day thing, which people actually sought a permit. And so, like, you know, this was another one of these... It wasn't spontaneous. I mean, it was planned through social media, but they did not obtain a proper permit. And However, then right. people were being pulled into the... And this has happened through March during the winter, but definitely more so this past week where people were being pulled off of the sidewalk into the street and then arrested. Yeah, oh I heard God. that the police were very, very aggressive um, during that March that night. I mean, they brought um, out the NYPD anti-terrorist unit. You know, like that's that was the mentality that the cops went into this with. They just know how to make things worse. <laughs> I yeah. mean, we're, pr we're protesting against anti-police and the militarization of police and anti-police brutality. And bring out the tank and the right. LRAD. Like, Right, in the LRAD. Yeah, yeah, just give us something to tweet about, right? I think that's all that's out. But I do want to actually end the segment on a very positive note. Good. Something good happened, and it was in North Carolina. Hooray! So um, this homeless person, they actually, this ho it was, I don't know if it was male or female, so they went to a church, and they left this really touching donation. It was a small and modest donation, but it touched a lot of, a lot of hearts. They left 18 cents along with a note that said, Please don't be mad. I don't have much. I'm homeless. God bless. And after this person left this note in the offering, um, the pastor put it on the Facebook page. And you should see the outpouring of, of community support and love for this person who thought that for some reason people would be mad for them giving, you know, probably all that they had in their pockets. And like so many people are trying to find that person to help them. So, I mean, it was really good. Like if you read the note, yeah. like it's handwritten on this white envelope. It's in the offering place and like it was just really touching and if you know who wrote that note i know you said they're trying to find this person because they want to give them help well, well if you're listening to our show and you know <laughs> if you happen to know right. who wrote this note and left it at this <laughs> church uh, maybe you should contact us and then we'll see if we can get in touch with a pastor down there so we can see if we can get this person some help on that note we're going to take a quick break but when we come back we'll be talking with colette martin from moms demand action about gun control in america <laughs> 